In this Gently Spoken Advice Wednesday's teaching, Geshe Sunam will use a verse from a great Indian pundit known as Arya Deva, specifically a verse from a text called the 400. This verse is about the importance of developing wisdom, specifically the wisdom of dependent arising, understanding how all phenomena arise dependently. Gejil explains some techniques for using this in our daily life. So first of all, Geshe-la would like to greet all of his Dharma friends, whichever a country you find yourselves in, wherever you are. And he is going to explain a little bit of the teaching, and his hope is that on this basis, you can have a happy life and you can have a relaxed life. So then, of course, generally all of us are in this situation of samsara or cyclic existence. And so we will encounter problems, we will encounter difficulties, but it's important to remember that in terms of us who are within samsara, that that we call the self and my body and my mind, these are very significant things. They have tremendous potential. And on the basis of all of this, that that we call the self, my body and my mind, if we do the work, if we engage in the correct kind of activities, then we will be able to discover something. What? That stable happiness that all beings, both humans and animals, seek. We will be able to achieve that. And there's another thing that we can do to come to great benefit, to break, to great profit for ourselves. It's if we think about all of the various different times and so forth, we have to realize that the time in order to be able to transform, in order uh, to have the very uh, best opportunity, that time is in fact right now. If we can recognize this, it is very helpful. And in terms of those things that we are seeing and hearing today, these Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas, it's important to understand that in the beginning, they were exactly like us. These Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, they were exactly like us. But in terms of um, 
finding these different conditions when the the jangchu gisenba dangsangbi kandida boregino sigeos koroskoga gachemoji rabare stungotrichitsu tobayita are and of these buddhism bodhisattvas in the beginning they were just like us but having realized the precious opportunity they had they were able to activate it to make it useful otan aroso yotane tatika yaboje lerejina tajeje baina kokangine kokachemoji yores otakoga gisotona So if in a relaxed way we check we really look at our situation we will realize that we have this very valuable opportunity this opportunity that we must recognize Yesoa otashi to kowara dewa isa pache dago to nyodan dago moboshi yarteni ina yo teji chuchun gokho dewa ina ane cher cher do dago chi to So of course we we are all within the state of samsara in cyclic existence we will encounter these problems and difficulties but if we obsess over if we grasp at those problems not only will we not solve them but in fact we will just obsess over them and those problems will become more frequent and they will get bigger and bigger there's no benefit to that Otaka chejo tesenomnduta anetsu kanjisere tsalaba inata ngaroso mayozo mototondo seinayo deji pusotsuba seinonon deba yare kangi chejo kanjisinayo mugawa deba chiwares So then uh, all of us whether humans or animals what do we share we all share this wish to achieve every happiness a perfect and lasting happiness and similarly all of us beings share this wish to be able to get rid of all problems or sufferings So of course many of us we are all seeking this happiness as was stated and many of us think that we can secure that happiness we can find that happiness by focusing on outer conditions by looking for outer conditions or causes of that happiness outside ourselves and so we understand that yes outer factors can give some small fleeting happiness but in terms of this lasting happiness it is not something that comes from outside ota deshi gitso te senji deshi ita senji deshi de te senono ni tsizo la koro poge se yo poten de shene le de ya chire ma to chi che chi poge ota te de ya And we understand that really um out of the different types of happiness the most important type of happiness is mental happiness and then of course that mental happiness must come from the mind and if we want to have that mental happiness in the mind then we need to give rise to those good things within the mind those internal conditions right that mental happiness is not going to come from things outside ota ha te she ga o jitse to ga re se no no ni se se ji So then um why did we need to make this emphasis that the happiness arises from those positive mental qualities that we develop in the mind well because the same is true of our uh, problems in terms of the problems the difficulties or unhappiness that we encounter we are often thinking that those are coming from outer conditions but we understand that actually mainly those problems those unhappinesses they are coming from an inner cause from an inner cause of unwholesome or negative minds otan ne tsotte nolo yo aita ani 
so recognizing this, that all of these inner problems, they came from something inside the mind, from causes inside the minds, then the Buddhas and the Bodhisattvas, all those holy beings, they proposed in terms of these unwholesome minds, the antidotes we needed to cultivate in order to solve that problem. And not just one antidote, many antidotes for all of the different types of unwholesome minds. So then in terms of the verse or the shloka that we will explain today, it relates to this because it is like a key by which we can activate all of those inner conditions for mental happiness, for lasting happiness and similarly it is like a king of antidotes to be able to address all of the unhappiness or the suffering within the mind. So then, of course, we also know that Buddha Shakyamuni, he appeared in this world approximately 2,500 years ago. And in terms of what he was teaching, it was all of these very uh, manifold methods in order to be, get, to be able to get rid of our problems. And one of the most important of these was this teaching on dependent arising or dependent origination. So the verse that Geshe would like to share with you and he would like to explain a little bit about for you today is a verse from a student of uh, a being who is often known as the second Buddha, Nagarjuna. And this particular verse was written by a student of Nagarjuna named Aryadeva. So Geshe-la is reading the verse from Aryadeva's 400 in Tibetan. So I will give you the uh, English translation. When all dependent arisings are seen, confusion or ignorance will not occur. Thus, every effort that has been made here to explain this subject. So in terms of this um, verse that was uh, shared by the author here, Geshe said that this is in fact um, an idea which is put forth by, forth by many of the other holy beings such as Nagarjuna and many others as well. <laughs> So what is being shared here in this first line when dependent arising is seen, 
confusion or ignorance will not occur. Well, we understand that when we are able to develop an understanding of this dependent arising, it is able to address the root of all problems. It is able to address the sort of source of all problems, which is this ignorance grasping at the self. So then generally we could say that um, the teachings give us antidotes, specific antidotes for all of the afflictions, such as um, attachment, such as aversion, and so forth. But what is being stated here is that if one is able to understand this dependent arising, bring forth an understanding of this dependent arising, then one is able to directly counteract the root of all of the afflictions, which is ignorance. And then by being able to counteract the root of all of the afflictions, then all of the other branch afflictions, because we attack that root, they will be able to be dissipated. So then the next two lines, thus every effort has been made here to explain this uh, subject. So this means that when one puts effort into understanding dependent arising, that when one forcefully attempts to engage with dependent arising, then Sorry, I misunderstood. So therefore, because dependent arising has all of these benefits and can um, get rid of this confusion, then we should direct all of our efforts, all of our striving to comprehend that. So when we first hear this as beginners, um, it might seem that it is a little bit difficult or uh, not so easy to understand, but we shouldn't get discouraged and we shouldn't set it aside because if we engage with it just a little bit, there are definitely things here that we as beginners can use. So how can we use this teaching as beginners? Well, first we need to think about the types of dependent arising. So we can think about the first type of dependent arising, the dependent arising of cause and effect, as well as the second type of dependent arising, the dependent arising of dependent designation. And if we familiarize ourselves then as a beginner, we can apply these as a way to solve various problems or difficulties. <laughs> So 
So in terms of an easy way to explain this first kind of dependent arising, which is that uh, dependent arising of cause and effect, then we should understand that any suffering or discomfort or of body or mind, this has a cause. And its cause was affliction. Actions, but ultimately driven by affliction. So the cause is affliction or unwholesome minds. So we can see that, uh, for example, if we have an instance where anger arises in the mind, then after arising that anger, however long we have a mind of unhappiness or suffering that um, kind of lasts after that, we see that ultimately the cause of that uh, suffering or unhappiness was the arising of that mind of anger, yeah? So this is a very clear example of um, a dependent arising of cause and effect. There's nothing difficult here except maybe our lack of familiarity with the name. We see that in terms of the uh, cause of that period of unhappiness or that unhappy mind, it was this cause of anger, right? So the dependent arising shows us that if we don't want to experience that uh, resultant unhappiness, then we need to eliminate the cause of anger. Similarly, to give another example, if we take the example of love, we can see that love, in terms of a uh, relationship of cause and effect, that if we are able to bring stable love forward within the mind, then after we bring that forth, then the mind will experience a state of a peace and happiness. This is very clear. So we understand then from the point of view of this uh, dependent arising relationship, if we want a lasting and stable happiness, not just for ourselves but also for others, our family and so forth, then we want to bring forth that mind of love, right? That is a way to achieve it. And we have a little bit of that mind in our love right now, but what we want to do is try to cultivate it in a stable and lasting way. So here is a way that we can engage with this dependent arising of cause and effect as a beginner. This is not something that is beyond us. It is something that we definitely can do. And it is definitely something that if we apply ourselves, we will get some benefit from. And then as compared to that first kind of dependent arising, the second kind of dependent arising, the dependent arising of dependent designation, it is even uh, more subtle. It is even uh, more profound, you could say. Mm -hmm. 
So how can we use this second type, the dependent arising of dependent designation? Well, first of all, we can understand that um, within our mind, inside of ourselves, we have many different seeds or imprints. And then when these uh, seeds or imprints meet an outer uh, condition, an object or a person that gives rise to our attachment, that gives rise to our aversion, then those uh, seeds are activated and we um, see that appearance as if it is uh, something that is uh, really existing in the way it appears. <laughs> But what we need to understand here in regards to our object of uh, anger or aversion, but also in regards to our object of attachment, is that that object or that person, they are a result of many causes and conditions coming together. And when we're angry or attached, the appearance of that object, 90% of it is an exaggeration that is arising from our side. So because of the role that our mind had in exaggerating or creating that appearance, but it seems that because of the appearance that it is coming from the side of the object. So what happens here is that we think, we don't see our role in it, so we think that the object is existing in the way that it appears to us, then we grasp at that as a reality that the object exists in the way it appears to us, and then our actions follow that false assumption, and then we run into all of those problems or difficulties. So, so this is part of what dependent designation is telling us, that we have this appearance of that object, right, that gave rise to our attachment or aversion, but so much of that appearance is something that is created from us, from our own mind. But we're tricked by the appearance and we don't see that, our role in it. But if we use wisdom to investigate that appearance and then we can comprehend our role in exaggerating it or creating it, then definitely, 100%, we can reduce the afflictions that are arising due to that appearance. So if we use this to think in terms of that object of our attachment or aversion, that this is just a temporary appearance arising due to various parts and factors, then because of that dependent designation,
So if we see the role of dependent designation and that it is just a coming together of various causes and conditions, then we can uh, use this uh, wisdom to directly undermine the afflictions that are arising connected with that. So if we apply the dependent arising, specifically the dependent arising of dependent designation in this way, then of course a full understanding of emptiness, that is something that comes later. But if we apply just a little bit of this understanding, then definitely we can come to improvement and we can come to some Benefit. So, because this dependent arising, this wisdom of dependent arising is said to be one of the kings of wisdoms, then definitely if we try to use and apply this wisdom, we will come to great profit and benefit and also happiness. Thank you very much, Tashi Dele. We shall end it here.